How's sewing with the silk? Has everyone been doing well with it? It's okay. No. It's not easy. Least fabric ever. Oh. Freaking sucks. Damn, everyone had a moment. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Workroom Podcast. I'm Ernez. And I'm Samilia. And we are here once again this week to bring y'all through episode four of Project Runway Season Sweet 16. So be sure to like us on Facebook where you will be able to get our updates when we drop our episodes and our runway cheat sheets. And um, speaking of the cheat sheets, if this is your first time listening, we will be speaking as visually as possible about the designer's garments, but we have provided some real visuals of the final looks. And so check that out in our link section on this episode's description page. And um, as always, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And um, Samilia and I want to give a quick shout out to uh, a listener, RDM728, who left us this really wonderful review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it was a <laughs> while ago, um, towards the beginning of the year, a while ago, so a while ago. So um, RDM728, if you're listening now, I'm so sorry we didn't acknowledge this before. <laughs> We don't, so we don't have an average on Apple Podcasts yet because apparently you need a certain amount first before you can see how many stars you get. And um, I just happened to notice that this weekend. So, um, But RDM728 said she started or she or he started listening after hearing about the show from Feedback Left on the Black Guy Who Tips, which is another podcast that I listen to. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um and they wrote love the show can't wait for the next season to listen in real time so thanks so much for listening um rdm728 we are so glad that you're enjoying the show and hopefully you're really into this season of project runway because um it's getting real interesting and yeah and if you're listening and haven't reviewed consider it we would love to hear from you and if you're not a reviewer or that type of person who would like to leave feedback, that is totally fine. Um, just go ahead and please share the show with your fellow Project Runway fans. So um, speaking of the show, let's get to it. All right. Yes. So let's let's get into this uh, <laughs> this episode where we we haven't really traveled that far from the last episode to this episode. The designers are still on the runway. <laughs> yeah, it opened and I was like, wait a minute. I know. What? I was like, Heidi's hair is the same. Her clothes are the I same. I like, same cute dress that she had or romper or whatever it was. I know. Same hair bun, same everything. Uh-huh. So the only thing that's different is there's no Kuzanai. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, oh, you had to remind us. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, just, just, you know, it's like, oh, what? What's what's not the same here? Everything else is the same oh, except for one thing. I know. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> and um and and also on top of that, Heidi is clearly the most awake person on the set. Everyone has <laughs> just been through a ringer of a, an elimination, a crit. Everything has happened, and they thought they were going to go home. And no, Heidi comes back out, brings it back on the runway, and she is just she can't hide her sadistic tendencies. <laughs> She just can't oh, do man. it. So I notice it more and more every see? episode now. See, well, see what I'm saying, Amelia. He's saying it <laughs> uh, because it's true. She is so happy that they're so tired and upset, and um, she's like, oh, "I just saw you guys, but guess what? I'm here to give you your next challenge, which is to make a sleepwear look for her." intimate wear line so mm-hmm. we all know Heidi has 
Um, it's been a tradition to have a Heidi challenge um, for the past few seasons where they've made athleisure wear. They've made, um, what else have they made? I feel like they've mostly made athleisure um, wear. They made like a something for her to wear on the, on the red carpet oh, or something. Great. Yep, yep. They usually make something for her to wear. And in this time, mm-hmm. um, she has a, a clothing line, a, an intimate sleeper line. And the challenge is to make something that fits into that line that is also fashionable. And the added layer is that they have to make their own textile mm-hmm. by hand. By hand. So Oof. last year when they had a Heidi challenge, they got to make their textile through um, the, their textile producer. So they were working right. with real fabrics and, and with real printers, not necessarily using paints and glitters and, and you know, all sorts and of crazy things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but there is a huge prize to this, which is that the winner will have their look reproduced and sold as part of her intimate wear line. So, um, there's a huge incentive for all of this, all these hoops that they have to kind of run through for all of this. Um, but, but wait, there's more. So Tim tells them that they need to send them somewhere for their inspiration for all of this. And uh, where are they going to send them, Amelia? To the Empire State Building. But not just the Empire State Building. Like, where are they going to sleep oh, tonight? They're sleeping on the roof, on the <laughs> at the top, on the roof. There's... I was like, wait a minute. So, how did you feel about this? I first of all, that wind was just a blowing, <laughs> and I would not have been okay with that. It I... just seemed. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, especially after, you know, they look, they look so tired. They've already yeah. been through so much, you know, maybe, I don't know, 15 hours. Who knows how long it took to film that runway portion. I'm but so curious they, they now about hours that. Room. Yeah. Yes. We so, need to get Majin back. So I know. Because like, I have a question time. about that. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. they just seem so happy when Tim was like, the Empire State Building. I'm like, oh, my God, great. I know but, they were freaking out like amazing opportunity like, oh God, and I'm like so oh that looks horrible and I really was looking at the at Aaron who is actually the I think the only one who lives in New York um he lives in Ridgewood Queens but mm-hmm. he even he was happy but I was just wondering maybe the ha- maybe the designers are just happy to sleep period they're just like I don't just <laughs> just I, don't, I would sleep here I, I'll just leave me alone and give me a wall I'll sleep on that wall I'll sleep on my feet I don't care that's hilarious um so Brandon who was our previous um challenge winner gets the keys and we find out that his last name is key we were probably already knew that but I didn't pay attention but Brandon yeah. key gets the key to the Empire State Building and uh you better not lose that so um I, just just another note about this about Heidi because <laughs> so <laughs> Tim hands Brandon the key and Heidi kicks her leg up. And I was like, you're just so excited about everything. You're excited about Brandon. You're excited about the designers <laughs> being so sleepy and tired and, and, and homeless for a night. Yeah. She's like, like just giddy. So giddy about everything. She's so incredibly happy. Um, and then on their way out, <laughs> Tim and Heidi leave hand in hand while the designers are, they get these backpacks with their names on it. Obviously, they have their clothes inside, so hopefully pajamas and some soap and 
um where are they gonna bathe but i mean at least like a i know like i know that's i thought about something. all these things like that would just, just been a, i would have been so uncomfortable i just i would not with be okay. that it was oh. so excited but i you know <laughs> it's it's all an experience you have to be open to whatever project runway throws at you i'm just not someone into roughing it even if it's on the empire state building but especially since it's on the empire state building and i live in new york and i'm just like i wouldn't want to sleep up there I'm just saying <laughs> so many thoughts <laughs> <laughs> anyway but on their way out Heidi and Tim were just like oh I wish we could sleep outside and have a little slumber party I was like you guys are lying they said I wish we could get in a sleeping bag and no. join them like what no yeah, right you know what I would do it if there were tents up there yeah I think I would do a tent yeah, it's a little different a tent I, yeah I might do that with a really but nice inflatable them, like, bed seeing them nestle up in their sleeping bags like up against the walls of the roof i was just like oh it just seemed yeah so unglamorous so so that's what the designers basically have to look forward to like they're going to give them some sleepy bags they're going to actually like sleep on the ground next to each other i think they get pillows but they i don't think they get pillows i don't remember pillows it's just <laughs> it's just a rough situation. i would not have been able to sleep what and just um, like out in the open absolutely oh. not okay so well let's walk through them getting to this building because so the building the empire state building state building obviously is an iconic figure in new york and you know in architectural history in general and and you know in historically in this country period because at one time it was the lar- the tallest building in the country in the and i think in the world and um at, at for a very long time it was the tallest building in new york city until um, World Trade went up, and then also it's iconic because of its Art Deco um, structure. So it's mm-hmm. it's quintessential in the design of of Art of Art Deco. It's very very strict with that. So the designers are walking through the lobby, and you know it is incredible. I've never been inside the Empire State Building because it does cost money to go in there. As Sean shared, twenty dollars. Share, share mm-hmm. Sean. Share um, Sean. Pointed to. You you do you can't just walk in there unless you have to be there. So there are businesses and there's also a university in there, and so you can get there if you're you know affiliated with someone. But seeing it, seeing the lobby, it's gorgeous. It is of course wonderful and inspiring. Um, and they're looking at the ceilings. Aaron notices the grates. You know, people are noticing. Um, very fine details and large details and even just the feel of it. Anyway, they yeah. make their, their way up to the top floor. Um, and uh, yeah, it's windy up there. It's real windy. That's where they have to sketch. They have to s- sleep and uh, work up there. The, the challenge mm-hmm. has already started. So um all right. So besides the designers being homeless on the roof of the Empire State Building for a night, like what <laughs> else did you notice about um, sort of what they were noticing and then um, kind of their sketch time on the Empire State Building rooftop? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm looking through my notes and I kind of just jotted down what they were, what a few of them were sketching. Mm-hmm. I I I loved how they were pulling in elements from, uh, you know, the architectural mm-hmm. design and everything. And I, I was actually really excited about um, pretty much all their sketches seemed oh, nice. pretty strong. I was yeah. actually worried about Kenya from the beginning because just because she said romper. 
Um, oh. And I thought instantly, I'm like, huh, that would be really cute, but I don't know if you would want to sleep in a romper, depending on like how you would put a romper Right, right, yep. Mm -hmm. But that was the only thing. And, um, And also Michael's inspiration of the Chrysler building. At first I thought, oh, it's so... Ugh, it's so obvious. Um, but somehow he jumped to Harlem Renaissance. Right. And and point, then yeah. And then to point out like the how the Harlem Renaissance is more about fluidity and sexuality. And I was just kinda like, and what else <laughs> was the Harlem Renaissance about, Michael? But I have a feeling that maybe the editors I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they cut out the racial part of it. That it was mm. about, like also about, you know, blackness, just saying. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so um. <laughs> anyway, so he, yeah, I, I was like, oh, that's great, yeah, and I, I like, like, I was expecting okay. him to say more, and yeah, it's like, like, oh, on, they what cut else is it about? to someone else? <laughs> Although I think it's an interesting perspective to take on the Harlem Renaissance because that's you know that is one of the le- lesser known aspects of it. So um, so it's like okay, all right, I'll, I'll let that slide because I think it might have been the editing. Um. Also, Kentaro, who who I who I was kind of concerned about because it seemed as if he was designing in a reactionary way, since he had just gotten taken down about um, using a lot of black, and mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that he said that for him he likes black because it's more emotional, and um, he was like, "Well, the judges don't like black, so I'm going to make something colorful." I'm like, and and just because the judges <laughs> want you to do something more colorful, he's like, mm, I, "I see neon." I see lights. It's like neon. I'll just do that. It was just very, uh, 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 very, you know, cut and dry. And I was a little, was a little worried about that. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah. so the designers, you know, they sleep outside for a night and then get woken up by Tim at what looks like around 6 a.m. with sandwiches and some other things. And mm-hmm. he's in the suit that Margarita points out has four and a half inch lapels. I was like, I did not notice that until she said it. She's like, look at his lapels. I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. He clearly changed clothes from the night before. He's not wearing the same clothes. Um, and he Man. didn't sleep outside. <laughs> Just saying. So I'm like, what, when did he have to get up to I get know. down there at that time? And, yeah. Looks like Tim is always just very well pressed. And, you know, if he has to get up at three o'clock, then he's going to go to bed. Like, he's going to, like, get up and he has his whole routine. It's like, okay, I have to get be there by five. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get together. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. It makes so- me wonder, like, if his pajamas are double breasted, you know. <laughs> you know what? Why didn't he wear pajamas? So, that would have been I'm so, so nice. curious now. Yeah, I, know. I, I think that w- that was a missed opportunity. I think Tim should have yeah. just you know, spent some time with the designers and sleep outside with them. That mm. been fun. No, we don't want to break him. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. You're right. I I agree. I don't think. Yeah, Tim is just like I will absolutely not do this. I will leave the show. Um. Anyway, so he he wakes him up with sandwiches and then um gives them some time to uh I you know put on some other clothes but I don't think they really change they just head back to the workroom where Tim yeah. gives them their marching orders again they get 11 hours um Heidi and Tim will be in at 11:30 the models in at 5:30 I wrote all this down because he's like this is the time I don't think I've ever heard them actually say time frames and they're like mm. Heidi and Tim will be in at 11:30 models will be in at 5:30 and then there are a bunch of um, print materials and paints and dyes on a table in the corner. 
And then Heidi has her line of fabrics on the other side. And then he just kind of leaves and the designers kind of bum rush the fabrics. And they're all just sort of, this is sort of the one moment where I think a little bit of a competition kind of gets in there physically where they're just really pushing each other over to get these fabrics. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So, so basically in this, in this, the beginning of this workroom time, we're kind of getting to feel that the designers are really thrown off by this challenge. They're, they seem to all be freaking out about making sleepwear. Well, everyone yeah. except for, um, I think Michael is, is not too worried, but everyone else seems to be a little, a little hesitant about what they're actually going to do. Um, and I also, um, we get, um, kind of a first look into sort of what Kenya is thinking about her look. And uh, we get to learn about her aesthetic, which of course, uh, um, as always is a red flag for me. I get worried when we learn too much about people, when it gets a little bit too sentimental. <laughs> and uh, she comes out and says she doesn't do sleepwear and she doesn't do crafty things. And I'm worried for Kenya mm. at, the, at the get-go. Um, and we see you're in the, in um, I guess what would be the, I would call it the wet room or where you do wet things, <laughs> but I think it's also an accessory <laughs> room. Um, there's a little table and she's dying her stuff next to Margarita and testing fabrics. And I just think it just, Kenya's just so thrown off from the very beginning. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but in this initial part, did anything else stand out to you? On how the yes, Batsni's earrings. Oh my! What about Batsni's earrings? I missed that. They are just amazing. That's like the only thing I saw. <laughs> it's not the only thing, but her earrings are so amazing. Oh my goodness! Um, of course, you notice the accessories. Like <laughs> but I, I really did like. I, <laughs> I loved Aaron's design that he had. It was like the um, the Chrysler Building angles mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, or no, that that wasn't. Oh, that he, was Michael that had Chrysler building yeah. angles. But Aaron, I forget what his. It was like a great yeah, or something was, like was a, his a, inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was really cool how it was looking as he was printing it on the his fabric. Yeah. So I, re- I, really, I was excited about that. Yeah, and I mean, I was going to say I'm just really impressed by the materials that they gave them and also how they used them. And you can kind of tell who's used to playing around with certain things or even just experimenting mm-hmm. um, with different methods. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also noticed that um, Claire and Sean, they're both doing something with purple. Oh, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, well, <laughs> you mean they're both How... of the, they chose the same colored fabrics. It was, it was either the same or it was like similar like really Hmm. close Hmm. so i'm like oh okay interesting yeah yeah she was working with something that looked to me like a i guess like a magenta Mm -hmm. or something like that um also did you notice the potatoes i did yeah i did notice have you ever so okay i saw they do this quick cut to different designers hands just to sort of show the different techniques that they're doing and they're mm-hmm. pouring dye into little buckets and um you know using um uh brushes to make little 
shapes or whatever. And then right. I saw someone cutting out a stencil of out of a potato and because, yeah, the margarita. Yeah, and I that basically sent me through this this whole YouTube, you know, K hole or whatever, where I just I I paused it and then just went and looked up a bunch of videos about potato stencil techniques and there are a lot of videos on youtube about this i never knew there's like a whole stack of potatoes i've never used potatoes that's so that's so great yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so i was just like oh this is great another reason why i like margarita so much (laughs) (laughs) that was really interesting and she was also doing this shaving cream technique that do you know what that is Yes, it gives you sort of like this marbleized effect, mm-hmm. depending on how much dye you use, which it looked like she was just using a really small amount of dye. So it, it had this neat look mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Like really minimalistic. Huh. That's but so interesting. I, yeah, I did notice, um, I loved Sean's pattern that she, her stencil that she was using. Yes. Or not, was it? Yeah, Sean. Mm-hmm. I forget what her inspiration was specifically. I don't remember her saying from the, from the building what it actually was. I mean, it's but still it was so cool. Looked Art Deco to me, and I yeah, yeah. it was like this Art Deco flower sort mm-hmm. of design, which was really neat. But yeah. yeah, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I thought it was really cool too. The only thing was that it was annoying because she couldn't decide on what color, and I thought, you know, who cares. I mean, <laughs> you care, but also right. spend right. more time doing something else. Just decide to right. go forward. Um, I noticed Brandon was doing his, um, like, a tie-dyeing technique that looks a lot of, uh, very similar to what he's done previously with his, um, the work that's in his portfolio. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you have Kentaro who's doing, like, a trial and error type thing, which I thought was really hilarious. Oh, it's just sort yeah. of, you know making a mess but um <laughs> and we'll see just basically ends up making something very beautiful which you know it 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 just seemed like it was a really fun period of time some people were having a lot of fun with it and playing mm-hmm. around and, and and joking and doing what they could to um to test things out and then um of course i think on the other spectrum you have kenya who is just spiraling this whole time yeah as a contrast to other people just sort of having fun with this kind of craft thing and um so yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. so we can Deontay was fumbling a little bit oh yeah so I didn't really write anything out down about him during this period I didn't really notice what he was doing what did you notice he had he had like this oversized sort of dress coat looking something Mm -hmm. with just as far as his his uh sketch but um i don't know it just seemed like a lot of material oh like his sketch it was just like well that's a lot like a lot of fabric in Hmm. (laughs) i don't know who's gonna want to wear that much yeah i don't know i mean i guess i have things to say about that later on because i I wrote wrote something along those lines (laughs) uh when we get to the model fitting um so yeah yeah that's so interesting all right okay well we get a closer look at what the designers are making um because it's 11 30 and it's time for Heidi and Tim to come in so of course typically Tim is by himself but Heidi is um the the boss of, of this 
of this challenge because they're making um, sleepwear for her line. So she's going to come in and tell mm-hmm. them exactly what she wants. So, um, but before we actually start the critiques formally, we have a little side convo on a hot mic situation between Tim and Heidi. Did you catch that? Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, which <laughs> I thought was really, really shady of the editor <laughs> to put that in. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, being real. Uh, yeah. So, Tim and Heidi. So, Tim comes in, surveys the land, and tells Heidi, hey, so the first person we're going to go see is Sean, and she actually has something on her on her form. She has never been prepared before. I've never seen her have clothes on the form when I've come in here before. <laughs> I am shocked. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. so Sean is their first critique. They head over to her workstation. And Sean, um, <laughs> let's see, Heidi starts basically, you know, going off. Well, basically, Heidi is is very open and very honest. She goes, Tim told me that whenever he comes <laughs> in here, you don't have shit done. And then Sean <laughs> starts her, I call it her personal pitch in her, yep. um, her twin speak, you know, the way the twin speak. Yeah, it's, it's, it, but it's like she goes in and out. Ugh. It's like, she doesn't know. I think Heidi throw. they're so intimidated by Heidi, man. You can tell. I love, I love, I love seeing Heidi in the workroom because it's almost like she takes on this authority. I mean, it's more so than when she's just in the judge judging chair, mm-hmm. um, just being up in front, right in front of the designer's faces and touching their fabrics yeah. and their sketches and, you know, it's really cool. Yeah. I, and I, I don't, you know, and of, you know, the way I speak about her and, and her issues, <laughs> her like, <liking> and <laughs> will suffer. I think she really is having fun. It's different than what they usually get to do, which is, you know, every episode she has to say the same thing. Um, there, she has lines to say. And I feel like when she's unscripted is when she has, um, you know, when, when it's, it's the most entertaining to watch her. And yeah. um, I also think that she kind of gets a kick out of affecting the designers, truly, oh, yeah. especially when she gets to be, you know, get up front. But also, um, you know, this is serious in a way. This is her business. And she, I think in previous years, they have gave, given her the option of not choosing people's, um, not choosing who, who the, you know, the, the final designs or the final looks. And I think with this one, um, they said that she will produce the the final garment. So there is mm-hmm. no there is no leeway. And I think in past seasons they've always ended up producing them. But I think um, I think because of that, like, you know, there's a lot more pressure. And um, and I also think it's interesting that I just don't think of her as being because I I honestly was thinking I'm like I don't see her as being more intimidating. In the workroom, or even more intimidating than Tim, I I don't see her as being like a tough judge or a tough um, crit, a, a critique, right? A right. Um, it's just that she is straightforward, and I'm I'm, right. and I think she also has a really real world perspective on mm-hmm. what these garments are going to be used for. How do how do these um, how are these going to be marketed and things that the designers, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them have never really thought of before. And mm-hmm. these these garments have to be practical on a level I think that they're not prepared for, and we'll see that in this crit, where right. she kind of calls out certain designs. She's like, "How are you going to get out of that to go to the bathroom?" 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. No, that's a good point. You have to go pee yeah. in the middle of the night. And I don't think a lot of the designers are really thinking about that. But right. um, the practicality of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she tries to get real practical with Sean because Sean Cher is just like, well, the reason why I don't have clothes on my floor is because I'm very indecisive and I'm this and I'm that. And Heidi's like, no, it's because you talk too much. A little less <laughs> chatty, chatty and more worky, worky. Okay. Get to work. Just make some decisions to do it. And oh, I was like, that's real. I love how Heidi puts people in their place. <laughs> so real i love it i love it um anyway so so let's let's get to the crit time did anything stand out to you or did did anyone jump out to you in terms of their crits with heidi and tim even Um, if it's also sean (laughs) what'd you say i mean even if it's also sean even though we've already even though i've already like gone through sean oh um i i love how when they go to ayana Mm -hmm. her the look that she has on the on the form with it's almost like this this uh fabric block this color block of this like sort of translucent mm-hmm. material or transparent rather material and yeah. then you've got the opaque si- silk and it looks re- like just across the bus and it, it looks so cool I'm like oh I love yeah. that yeah. So I'm, I'm really, and, and you also get a little more insight too, because Heidi was surprised when she came up to Ayana and like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not, it's not covered yeah. or, you know, and Ayana was just saying like, oh, you know, when we're inside the house, we, we like to wear less. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I mean, you just kind of get a little more information about her, you know, her faith or her yeah. culture or whatever. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's really interesting, too. And also that mm-hmm. she would give herself some leeway to, because if she puts this on the model, then, you know, the model's not going to be inside. The model is going to be um, showing a lot of skin on the runway. But I, yeah. I thought it was really interesting that she was just like, oh, okay, all right. This is, um, again, from my personal experience and the way I wear or, you know, thinking practically, but also mm-hmm. fashionably um, about how she wears you know, or how she sees people wearing her intimate wares. Um, right. Yeah, I that was really interesting too. I loved it. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, I really thought it was interesting um, when they went to Margarita and she's showing her, her gradation of colors on this fabric. And I thought it was really beautiful, but then I can't. I think it was Tim who was just like, I yeah, see, Tim. He's like, Tim's like, I see menstrual cycle, and she just throws it away. And I was like, Wait a second, why is that a bad I thing? Know. I don't understand. I if know. you do see menstrual cycle, that's also part of like your intimate. <laughs> that's wear it, part of it. I'm just saying, it's life. Sometimes <laughs> it's also part of what you wear, especially if you're a woman at night. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. But and it so, did. It did look beautiful. I loved it. Her piece. And yeah, I'm, I was kind of sad about that yeah, too. She just she just flicked it over her shoulder. She's like, you say menstrual cycle, it's out. And I'm like, no, Margarita. I know. I feel like you should make a gradation call and call it menstrual cycle. That, that should be the name of your entire line. <laughs> menstrual cycle. And so it's beautiful. Run with that, Margarita. And, so and circle back to that. Exactly. Bring it back. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah anyone else i felt like claire's print was too basic she had like the fan brush sort of mm-hmm. fan brush strokes yeah i made a note of that that they pulled out uh bothic there 
Bossic. <laughs> yeah, it it just wasn't enough. She either needed more of them or they needed to be like a different scale yeah. or something. And I think it's like too sparse. Yeah, because she basically was just fanning out the brush. Yeah. And having that little little fan effect and that was it on all of mm-hmm. them. So, you know, like a very light semicircle of not even like a semicircle of, of, of paint, but just nothing there. Yeah. Um let's see. I I thought what did you think about Samantha? Do you remember? Uh I just wrote down tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't super impressed. Well, just cuz Tim mentioned it. She had something some element in her sketch yeah. that yeah. he was like, "Uh, makes me think tramps." Or she she may have said it at first, yeah, but they just kept saying that back and forth. Yeah. So that was all I wrote down was tramps. I wasn't like super excited about her look, so I don't remember it a whole lot other than it looked like there were a set of column-looking mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing those little, those three little light bars that would mm-hmm. be, you know, in the intimate area, and I'm just kind of like, why would you do right. that? Why would you put that there? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Put a menstrual cycle there. I'd rather that than put those little three bars, whatever that was. Yeah. Um. Also, Amy looked a little lost as well. She had this silver outfit on her um, dress form. And um, the way she was painting the sunset onto the fabric just looked very elementary to me. And I, mm-hmm. you know, again, this whole time, as we're as Tim and Heidi are going to, from person to person to person, um, the camera cuts away to Kenya, just sort of her anxiety just growing more and more and more. There's this anticipation, and I remember looking at Amy. I was like, Kenya. Whatever you had before that you scrapped, it looked a lot better than what Amy had and showed to Heidi and Tim. Mm. And she just kind of painted this yellow, sickling looking concoction on the bottom of it looked like a camisole. And she's like, this is a sunset. And I was like, that is not a sunset. <laughs> and also, why would you put a sunset there? Like, what's going on? I understand how this is. It looks like maybe you're at the beach or something. It doesn't really look inspired by the Empire State Building or where is this coming from? And then she went right. to put a cityscape on the bum of the panty yeah. of her yeah. outfit. And I was like, man, that's a lot of work. And it looks ugly at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. so. I wrote down that her her prints were just too diverse. She needed mm-hmm. to hone it in. Yes, that is a good word for that. It was too diverse. Because it was also there was a lot going on. It was very confusing. It made no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um. I also noticed that Heidi just, you know, likes to hit on people. So she, <laughs> I think the first person was botany. So I was, you know, of course, of course, I want to know what botany is making and what is, what, what do you have to say about her, her garment so far? But the only thing that came out of Heidi's mouth was just like, okay, botany, what do you wear to bed? And like, <laughs> Heidi. <laughs> what's going on and then she goes to brandon and, oh, brandon, and she goes to brandon and basically is like what do you wear to bed i was like really so she's hit on botany she's hit on brandon um <laughs> not much came out of those so i was like okay i guess they're safe but still i, I want to know what botany's wearing i mean what she's i don't want to know what she's wearing well, i want to know what she's making and also brandon's textile technique looked really interesting i want to know what he's doing anyway so <laughs> 
yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, we didn't. She just was like, oh my God, you would look great in these. I want to see you in these clothes. I was like, oh my goodness. You know, calm down. (laughs) Um, And and then I, I feel like we should spend some time on Kenya and her critique with Tim and Heidi. Oh man, that was that was a little excruciating. She just looked like she was gonna die the whole time. I was, I was, she was, swaying. I was squirming. Oh. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, she was just like touching her face too much. I know, and her facial expressions. I was like, oh, make it stop. I know. <laughs> it's just kind of hard to watch because it just seemed like from the very beginning that she's been shutting down. And psyching mm-hmm. herself out. And in my head, I'm just like, wait, but Kenya, where's Tony going? So Tony, bring Tony back. Bring back your inspiration. She's on a date, you know, maybe know. And she's, you know, she's got someone coming over. I don't know. Just make up a story for your Tony. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she comes over and, and I, they're confused by her sketch doesn't look anything like what she's talking to them about. So there's this dissonance this disconnect between what she's set out to do and then what's actually happening and i did you notice that like they were confused yeah. because she was like this is what i'm doing or like but it, this looks nothing like your sketch how are you going to construct this yeah she was second guessing herself a lot and it, i mean it showed yeah. and you could feel it <laughs> yeah from watching it was really rough yeah. Um, I, at that point, I was very, very worried for her. Yeah, me too. Just like, you have to pull yourself out of this. Just, you have to. And Heidi was was really nice about it. She, like, she really tried to encourage her, which I thought was the nicest she's ever been in the, <laughs> in the workroom. And mm-hmm. I kind of noticed also that I think she's, she's not as, not as rough as she's been in the past. Um, if true, you recall true. last year yep. when she oh, actually man. put on someone's garment... And in, oh, like, if you, oh, she puts yes. your clothes on, that's a bad thing. She didn't put oh, on anyone's man. clothes. So that oh, was a good man. thing. That was a positive <laughs> note. But, um, and we also have to get to what I think was the best critique session of the episode with Kentaro. Oh my gosh. I was like, <laughs> swoon. So oh my goodness. What? Uh, and then he showed his, his phone with, it was exact. Uh, like you could I see know. the the relationship with his what you know his concept with the design that he saw and I mean the the way he executed it was so beautiful oh. and organic but structured. And I was like, I love it. It's so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> the colors, had like a test fabric. You know that wasn't that was just a test piece. And he was showing. I was I, I just like man, great. Yeah. But also, I, I mean, it was like happy and light and yes. vibrant. It was just gorgeous. I mean, because especially it at, was, you know, if you, you know, going back to the beginning where everyone is sort of playing around with the materials, the stuff he was coming up with looked terrible. It looked really awful. I didn't know if he knew what he was doing. It just seemed he just mm. seemed to like to be lost and, and just making just uh, a mess pretty much. But yeah. Um, but what I thought, what I what I really loved about this is um, their encouragement. So you know they so again encouraging them to to just sort of not think as much. And so Kentaro's design involves these fine 
black lines um, that kind of meet in these points with these little, you know, little tips that look like flowers. And some of the lines are so fine that they, that they're um, you can see some tiny paint mistakes. And he's just like, oh, you know, this is this thing here. It's this, that the line kind of smudges a little bit and I want them to be perfectly straight. And she's like, no, 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 don't be so don't. And she looks at Tim. She's like, what's the word, Tim? Don't be so. And then Tim goes anal. <laughs> and you, did you notice how she couldn't totally she, say it? <laughs> she was, because she was she, not looking for that word. She kind That's of mumbled the word. it and then covered her she, mouth. That was not the word she was looking for. She was like, Tim, what is what is the word? He's like, anal. And she goes, uh, okay. All right. And she, she started to say look. it. She was about to crack up. And she was, <laughs> to me, to me, it was like, it was like a performance that you, like a stage performance where you, something happens on stage and the show just must go on. Like you just have to keep going. <laughs> and I feel like she was like, if I don't go on, I'm just going to double over and laugh. And this is it. That's the end of this crit. Like I'm, I'm done because she just looked like she wanted to just go in a corner and just crack at, crack up at what he just said. Because yeah. Tim basically unleashes the anal comment and Kentaro clearly doesn't understand the yeah. description that or like the dub on Tom's one that's going on and I yeah. love it so much and Tim doesn't either like Tim is thinking of it from the from the standpoint it's like don't be so rigid don't be so such a perfectionist just you know whatever and um Tim tries to explain and I wrote this down he's like <laughs> he's like Kentaro what I mean by anal is if we stuck a piece of charcoal up your rear end we would get a diamond and Kentaro's like oh my god I love diamonds <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love oh, it, and, and Tim is like, no, no, we like charcoal. What is giving? <laughs> we like charcoal, and the whole time Heidi is looking around, she's like, this is this is the best thing that's happened to me all year. <laughs> just looking back and forth, like she just can't hold it together. She's just like, oh my god. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. You know, and so okay. Just a side note, Samelia. So this reminded me of so. In, okay, I actually made a video piece <laughs> in grad school that <laughs> I titled. It was a. It was a. It was a an un. Okay, it was like a rough title, and I titled it "Anal" because it was about actually me being really rigid in my life and putting wow. everything in like right angles. And I remember <laughs> I I was in class one day and I had to present something on a, on um on the projector and you know on the what was being projected was my um my files and so I had to go into one of my files and and get a whatever I was was going to project and one of my classmates saw my folder that just was entitled anal and it was anal because that was the name of the video that I was working on and he was just like <laughs> uh what is in that folder? And I was like, Oh, it's a, it's a video piece about um, my routines during the day. And I'm just putting a bunch of stuff in right angles, blah, blah. He was just like, but it's called anal. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's called anal, but I don't think that's going to be the title of it. And I had no idea what he was getting at, but he was just like, wait, but you titled it. You titled it anal. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure. I'm not going to keep the title. I just went on and on and on. And I think I figured it out two years later why that was funny. (laughs) But, um, Basically, that's what was happening with Tim and Kentaro. And I was just like, oh, this is just really delightful. It's wonderful. It's really funny. Um, sorry, that was a long time on Kentaro. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes. And then we also have Aaron. We have a lot to go through. Whoops. So and then Aaron and he shows him his ambitious stencil design, which which uh, which was really wonderful. But um, I think Amy, the 
the very wise Amy brought up um, an issue about the stencil being so big that it might um, affect the flow of the garment because he's using oh, so much yeah. paint on that garment. I was just like, wow, Amy, you, you know, some shit, you know, some mm-hmm. stuff. she so, does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And before we, before Heidi and Tim leaves, um, did you have anything else to add to this critique time? Nope. 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 That's All it. Right. Okay. So, so Heidi and Tim leave and, uh, they let them know that, okay, the next to come in would be, um, the models will be in, in, a, in a few hours. And, uh, I would have to say that, um, we lead into this time after Heidi and Tim are gone, where of course this is the aftermath of the crit who feels good, who feels, um, positive and, and, and who feels as if they've been given some constructive criticism that's going to help them move forward. And, um, I realize that, that there is another challenge or another twist to this challenge and it happens to be the fabric. So the textiles that they're using, and I didn't really think of that about this because um, no one really has been complaining, but um, they're working with some slippery fabrics, which in and of itself yeah. is very difficult. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I think we do have a little, some segments where some of the designers are talking about how this fabric is really challenging to some people who are used to working with stiffer materials. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so, so we have the, um, the models coming in and, uh, I think it's, we, some interesting things are starting to, to come out in terms of, um, how some of the, the designers are working with each other. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Share Sean mm-hmm. and. Sean Claire mm-hmm. and things like that. So I see right now we're having an unfair twin um, camaraderie thing creeping in where the, the twins are helping each other out a lot um, during this model fitting. Um, so, so I, I wrote down her name, one of the models who comes in and she's just like, yeah, you know, I know the twins work together, but I didn't expect to be ignored the entire time. So, um, you know, they're kind of doing what they need to do, but, um, but, but this is sort of creeping up in this episode that the, the twins are really in each other's designs, um, on this challenge. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in, in probably every challenge, but they're just highlighting it, this challenge. Yeah, you're right. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. And I think for this one, what is interesting is that they, um, have been speaking about that where, I think this is a strategy for the both of them because they are in business with each other and they are twins. You know, they probably <laughs> have been working together. They're literally their whole lives. You know, they've been yeah. in each other's business. Um, and so um, I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised to see this. I'm actually surprised that it took them this long to show this type of teamwork since they are actual business partners in real life. But we're also seeing the effect on other designers because um, it doesn't seem as if um, it isn't really being highlighted that the other designers are really helping each other out, but also who else has a business partner in the same workroom with them? No. Right. So, um, but yeah, but did anything else stand out to you during the model fittings? Um, You know, Lyris is such a great model. She's Kentaro's model. Mm -hmm. Um, 
she just always like each designer she's had um assigned to her or has been assigned to she's just always given really good advice like she knows her body and what works best with her body type um and she gives Kentaro really great advice that I think you know really benefited him yeah I think that's a really good thing to point out because I I um I wrote down what she told him that she is she's like I'm known as a Naomi a plus and mm-hmm. she, you know, is kind of like, and that's another thing I um, that I noticed from last episode with with Jasmine, who was Deontay's model from. Wait, is that right? No, 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 not 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 Jasmine. But I, th- who who was it? I can't remember. Was... Or maybe it was Lyris. I think it was Lyris from last week. Yeah, she was, I think um, so. Was she Deontay's model? Oh shoot! I'm looking it up. I don't remember. Because she's been coming in telling them, I want to show my curves. Please don't. I think, yeah, me. I think she was. I think Lyris okay. was Deontay's mom. Yeah. Cause she was like, please don't, don't swallow me up in a bunch of fabric. Please don't just, just do this. And I think, um, she's been very patient and yeah. Um, kind of, kind of came around and was like, I gave him some advice, like cinch me in. Um, let's see. Uh, Deontay, I, I wrote this note about, Oh God. He's making a what I call a boob smashing top. I hate it. The neck is high. It's too tight across the shoulders. And his model is Jasmine. And she's someone else who I think is 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 been a really, really great model. And he told her, Hey, I'm gonna make this top for you, but I'm gonna also have um some joggers for you. And she's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the jogger idea because if not, this is gonna be a very basic outfit. And she's right. She's right. Um, that top looks super boring. I don't oh, remember his sketch terrible. looking like that. Me I don't know. It's, his sketch seems very was different. like a dress and it had some um, chevron right. lines meeting in the middle. Right. Um, we all know. I mean, we all not we all know. But I I recall from uh, the crit with Tim and Heidi that they were concerned of the chevrons again. The chevrons were sort of meeting towards. They were pointing towards the intimate area but who right. cares who cares you know i mean it lo- overall it looked good i felt like i mean yeah. at least better than what we're seeing now so much better <laughs> so much better it's like oh um and uh and and Amy- i don't know if he's ever dyed anything or not but it his dying just seemed like me yeah no it looked like he just basically uh i actually don't know what he did Maybe it looked I, like he just like sprinkled some dye in that direction. I don't know what he did. It wasn't because <laughs> it's an uneven dye job. It's too subtle. It, yeah, it's too subtle. He's using a teal, and apparently he ran out of that teal dye. I'm like, doing what? Oh. How did you run out of it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, what did you do? Did you maybe there wasn't. Him? Maybe there wasn't much in there. Maybe not. But I, if he ran out of dye like that, then he wasn't using it correctly. Just saying. <laughs> that was a that was a huge bottle of dye. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. So and then oh. so any anyone else in the workroom with with their model or even towards the um end of the day here. Um I mean it you just notice how Sean isn't spending as much time with her model. Mm. Um and that could just be what we're seeing as viewers. Yes. But um yeah, they're just showing her continuously helping her sister Claire yeah 
Yeah. Months, and while her model just kind of stands around. Yeah. I kind looking. of felt sorry for her. She just looked a little uncomfortable because what else are you yeah. supposed to do? You're just standing there while your, your designer works on someone else's design. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did notice that Kentaro has, well, his dress is finished. And then towards the end of the day, um, you know, he hasn't really done any painting on it. So mm-hmm. so I saw that he basically did the opposite of everyone else, where most right. everyone else worked on their textile first and then mm-hmm. constructed their garment. But he worked backwards, which I thought was really nerve wracking. But um, yeah, I thought it was interesting to see each designer's approach to applying their print or, you know, like cause how you were saying some did, did it prior to sewing and then some did it after. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think and most, I just wonder most of them before. Yeah. But you just right. wonder what? I mean, I wonder if one way is more effective. I mean, I don't I don't know. Hmm. I guess it would depend on the on the look. Yeah. I think it definitely depends on how each designer works. I mean, yeah. I, I just know that, um, man, if I had done what Kentaro did, I would have just shut down. I would have been a Kenya on the, the end, by the end of the day where I would have had mm. my garment spread out on the workroom table and just stood there afraid to mess anything up. Yeah. Um, I definitely would have had to get, have gotten my textile down and then does, and sort of draped the fabric or even lined up the different pieces based off mm-hmm. of the print that I already had. Like, there's just no way I could have worked like that, which is why yeah. it was so fascinating to me. I'm like, I never would have done that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, and then, so we get to see what comes of everything because next we move on to the day of the runway. Tim gives everyone their marching orders again. Um, Kenya is still psyched out and is still complaining about silks and slippery fabrics being a problem. And um, there are some other issues going on where Aaron doesn't have his top done. So Aaron, as we recall, used the giant stencil um, inspired by the grate that he found um, in some hallway in the Empire State Building. Who knows where? Mm-hmm. Maybe the ceiling. And uh, he doesn't have a top because he didn't like the way his fabric was draping and he wasn't able to do what he originally wanted. So he's he has to make a top. Um. And then um, I find that Claire and Sean, the two twins, are taking turns verbally abusing each other. So it's like their codependency <laughs> is on high. It's on 10 because, um, you know, they're all kind of stressed out or whatever. But but it's just to me, it just made me a little uncomfortable the way they were speaking with one another. <laughs> and if I had to be yeah. in the room with them, I just really would have been kind of thrown off because I, I, I kind of found that Claire was being very short and mean to Sean and Sean, mm-hmm. you know, stated, she's like, I need to focus and help Claire so that she can um, focus and help me. And I'm just like, what is happening? That I know. That's a weird way to talk so about backwards. Teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. I keep wondering each challenge, which one, which twin is older. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> I, I, I predict that it might be be Claire. I think Claire I think older. Sean, I mean, on previous episodes, it seems like Sean is older. 
Well, only because know. Claire seems to be the one who can hold it together a little bit more. I'm being biased. I'm the oldest. I'm being biased. I'll just say that. But Sean. <laughs> and I'm the youngest. Off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think Sean. But I think Sean <laughs> might be, because she's been running around, she's usually the one to lose it a little bit. Um, I think we've only seen Claire lose her mind a little bit because she's afraid of heights. And they had to go mm. to the top of Empire State Building. But that's the most flustered I've seen her by herself. And that is um, sort of self-generated. Anything else that's been flustered about her has been because of Sean. So that's just what I think, in my opinion. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see that. I, yeah, I think Claire is older. <laughs> by like like two seconds. <laughs> Who cares? They're twins. Anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But uh. But yeah, so anything, um, I, I feel like a lot happened um, during this sort of like run up because so many people were finishing their garments. So um, like we have Kentaro who has to basically dye his fabric. I know. He has to do everything oh, to the textile man. that day. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and ag- again, we, we, we visit how he's just trying his best to not be anal. So. and i have to say like this is probably one of my favorite moments is when he when um samantha's basically (laughs) talking to him about what he's doing and like how he's trying to draw these lines but um trying to be very um free about it and so um yeah so so i love samantha's laugh because (laughs) he's She's just really, really delighted by Kintaro this whole time in, you know, at the end of the day. And so I feel like Samantha and her affection for Kintaro is sort of forcing me to lose my suspicion about Kintaro's lack of blinking um, (laughs) because she thinks he's unadulterated good. But I'm just like, I think that's too far, Samantha. I don't think he's unadulterated good. Right. But I think he's not as uh, scary as I thought he was. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this definitely it does soften him up to see him joking around like that you know like he makes this joke with a straight face mm-hmm. like you know i don't want to be so anal or i forget what he said exactly but i was laughing yeah yeah he's like i uh i got I, I thought i i thought i wrote wrote it down um but he's like i don't want to be anal <laughs> i think that's yeah what he just kept saying he's like oh and then, you know, when Samantha's like, oh, I love you, Kendara's like, oh, Samantha, you make me feel anal. It's like, what? Yeah. It's just so funny. <laughs> That's what it was. But I think in all of this, like, I really, really loved the transformation that we're seeing from the last episode where, and even from the beginning of this episode, where I was very worried at the very beginning, you know, his idea of responding to the judge's critique of him just using black and uh, being so simple He's trying to use color. He's trying to do these things. And even with Tim and Heidi coming in and telling him, hey, don't be so hard on yourself, essentially. Um, And to the point of him being able to draw directly on a finished garment the (laughs) day of the runway. Oh, my goodness. What? I was just so impressed. I was like, this is is great. And then on top of all of that, he clearly is making mistakes because that's just what's going to happen. He's like, I just have to get it done. And he's okay yeah. with it. He's it's not, you know, which surprises me. Uh, and he seems like so calm in this final hour. Yeah, you know. Yeah, 
it was really remarkable. It was really remarkable in in terms of his process. I was just, I was like, wow, this is really wonderful. Um, uh, Let's see. We also have Deontay who has uh, Jasmine, poor Jasmine. I feel like she's gotten some bad runs, Um, but he, he pulls out this skirt with this really thick elastic band. So no joggers. So if you recall, he told Jasmine that he'd have joggers for her. He uh-huh. didn't have time because he also used the excuse of not having enough teal dye. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> if you didn't have teal dye, use something else. What did else. he do exactly? Like no that idea. top looked like I could have made it in an hour. I have, yeah, no idea. <laughs> it didn't look on a sponge. There was not much to it. Gosh, that's I. It looked like a top that I made accidentally. You know, still, <laughs> smash, still smashing her boobs. Just, you know, like I thought I tried my my best intentions and then I made a, a boob smashing top because I don't know how to do that. Because I don't know what I'm doing. That's why I did that. Right. <laughs> but we have seen him do wonderful garments before. He won the first challenge. Oh, I know. This is, okay, I, this challenge, I'm like, what? Just, what the? So disappointed. <laughs> Like, so, what is going on, really? But do, but do you remember seeing him pull out the skirt? And the skirt was like a wraparound. He was pulling the, oh, the, no. the fabric yes. around that elastic band. There was so oh, mm. much fabric on it. It mm. made the, the, the waist thicker. Mm-mm. And it made it bulkier. And it, it just made no sense. And he had this smile on his face. And I was just like, wait, are you happy with this? Oh, Jasmine man. looks so sad. She looks so oh, frumpy, I know. so unfashionable, and he's just like, "This is great." I, I, it was I a think disaster. Like, what I are couldn't you believe. About? I could not believe. I, me neither. I just. I was like, "Is he like sabotaging himself?" I didn't know what was going on. It was so weird. It was. It. You know what? It was confusing. It was just confusing. I just didn't get it. I had no idea what was happening. Um, hmm. but I also noticed that we have um. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you just have, again, Kenya just sort of running around panicking. And mm-hmm. um, Aaron, who is basically just just smack-talking his design on his model. I felt sorry for his model, too, because he put it on. He was like, oh, this is so ugly. It's it's terrible. Look at this top. It's just so crooked. It's, <laughs> the, most, it's the worst thing. It looks terrible on you. Like oh my god! Oh no! Oh <laughs> just, man! And so his model is in the mirror. In the model in the mirror, she's in the mirror. I, she's, I, I felt so sad. Ahead. She's like, I'm just gonna do my best. You know, he clearly is just spiraling down. I'm gonna do my job. I'm like, you, you, you do your, you do your thing, Samantha. You, yeah. you do your model job because Aaron is just not helping you at all. <sighs> I, I, this makes me want to see like some sort of documentary on, like for, on the model's perspective, like things that they have to deal with mm-hmm. and just different designers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So what curious is, what is now. it like to walk into a room and see your designer panicked and nothing to put on you or right. to see other people in the room who are clearly a little bit more organized because you have Lyris, of course, who walks in and Kintaro responded to her. And there was, a, there was mm-hmm. also, I, and I skipped over it because I don't remember where it actually happened in um, the, the episode, but uh, a part of, of um, again, you know, 
there is a model Samantha, but I'm talking about designer Samantha who is better than I am. She's one of the best people on this the show so far. She, she is gives really him, good. She's smart. Yeah, she gave Kintaro a tutorial on how to fit um, a larger woman because this, mm. it's his first time working with a larger model. Wow, well. I missed that. Wow. Yeah, there's a whole segment where she what? taped. She helped him like tape his um, his dress form or told him where to put something. She said some designer speak, some construction speak. She's like here, 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 and then Gintaro was like, oh, okay. So then if I do that, then I'm able to bring this in further, and I can bring this down, and that'll work. And there was all this, this inspirational music on the background. And, and I was like, you know what? Samantha How did I miss this? I, you know what? I, <laughs> what? I, she took out time from her day to spend a lot of time sort of educating him. And she's done it before. She's done it with Sean mm-hmm. during the team challenge where she's like, I'm a larger mm-hmm. lady. I, if you need help, I can show you how to fit a larger lady. Ask me. You know, yeah. and, and she helped out Kentaro. And, and she really appreciated that Kentaro asked her and, and wanted to really learn. And it was very in a non-judgmental and a non, um, it, it, it wasn't with the stigma of uh, that. I think the producers have been putting on the show so far of the, the designers freaking out about larger women. He was just like, I just want to know how to make her feel good in this dress. And Lyris comes, comes in and it looks great. And she's like, wow, he really stepped it up and he took my advice and, she cinched in. You can see her Naomi curves of plus and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, what is it to be like a Samantha model, a model Samantha, not the designer, a model Samantha. You have your, your, your designer just shit talking his design in front of you. And you look across the room, you see Lyris who looks amazing. And it's going to be on, right. on the top, obviously. Um, yeah. What is that like? Oh <laughs> man. The moralizing. Oh. So, <laughs> Oh my gosh. So a lot happened in the workroom this week. A lot happened. Yes. Um, so let's jump to the, the runway really quickly. And um, again, we have Heidi, Zach Posen, Nina Garcia, and the guest this week is Demi Lovato, who I asked some people who are in my real, in my life this week, who is Demi Lovato? And they're like, you don't know who she is. It's like, I don't know. And I didn't even bother to look her up, but she I think she's a former Disney person and uh, a singer. Sure. Apparently she has a really <laughs> great voice. Um, I believe it. But she's on Project Runway because she also has a line. Um, she has a, a, a clothing line as well. Um, yeah, Fabletics. Yes. Oh, that's right. Fabletics. She, mm-hmm. she designs for Fabletics. And uh, yes, so she is on this episode. All right. So... <laughs> She's multifaceted. She's done a lot of things. <laughs> Who would have thought? So, okay. So again, um, everyone, we have some visuals for you. For, this is the runway portion of the podcast. And so you can find the link to the workroom podcast cheat sheet in the description section. And we have all the final looks that, that um, came across the runway. Last season, we did it runway order. This season... Um, it's a little bit of a spoiler of who had the highest scores, the lowest scores. And then we have what I call the strong save crew. This is a very strong season. So even if you're safe, a lot of really great garments were safe this week. And I yeah. think that's going to happen every week. Um, so, Samelia, do you want to talk about who? Do you, how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about the high scores? Yeah, let's talk about the high scores. All right. So in the so, top scores, who mm-hmm. do we have? 
So the highest scores we've got Michael, Sean, and Kentaro. Mm-hmm. And one thing I noted when Michael's look walked was like I really love how immediately you see you get his you get that inspiration of Empire State Building with the the way the line the arms mm-hmm. are, the straps mm-hmm. with those angled lines. It looks really beautiful. And I was just, I was really impressed because I was like, oh, and I, surprisingly, this, this challenge, I actually realized that he was still there. Ah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely a plus. I, <laughs> I am so but I, glad I feel like he, you you're, he's week. sort of turning a corner or maybe the, uh, the producers are doing this effect on the viewers. <laughs> I know he's where they're making sort of, him come to light he's more. He's coming out from under the shadow, and and I know he's peeking his head out <laughs> a little bit. Oh, but yeah, and but yeah. and uh, yeah, Sean's look. I would like when it walked. I was like, oh my gosh, that is beautiful. Okay. So elegant. <laughs> I thought it was so elegant. It's like, man, I want that. Interesting. Cause I did you not like it? What did you think? I wouldn't sleep in that. I wouldn't sleep in. I don't. Well, I wouldn't sleep in pants, but also I wouldn't sleep in pants with a sash. That was the only thing. It was. I just liked the versatility of it. Like you could kind of wear it somewhere if you you really want. And you know, it's comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because that would be super cute. I feel like there are some categories up here of things that I would wear to an actual slumber party, or like if you know. You know, if you're right. um, oh, there you go. Yeah, if you're going to something where people are going to actually dress, you know, f- like in fake sleepwear, it's like you don't w- really want to wear it to, <laughs> s- to sleep in. You want to be want to wear it to be seen in. As right, well. exactly. So that makes sense. So if the sash were removable, or if they were shorts, but um, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's only it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fabric down there. That's that's the only thing. But it's I, true, but it didn't feel like as much as Deontay's. Oh God! Deontay's. Oh man, that oh, oof. we will get to oof. that. But just um, her top, the yeah. way she she focused the pattern I on the top. It. It, I just I loved everything I about that. that. Was so great! I really mm-hmm. really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then and then Kentaro. Oh man, swoon! Oh, what? So great. <laughs> oh. The scallop bodice and oh, it's it's really the coloring how he did the ombre with the blue is just oh so pretty. I mean, I of course that was like a cliffhanger of you know will it kill a dress? Will it won't kill a dress? Because he did that dye job an hour before the runway essentially. Man, and I thought it. I and still it worked. It worked. Yeah, still ended up more dye than what Deontay had. Uh, and did you see he <laughs> didn't use happened? that much dye for that? Did you see he didn't I'm use that so, much dye? Exactly. I'm so, so perplexed. I think Deontay just didn't. He's never dyed before, maybe. So should we just go to the lowest scores? So oh, just yeah. Look at, because we've been talking about Deontay. Yeah. All right. Oh. So Deontay is one of the lowest scores. So what were you going to say about that, Samila? Oh, <laughs> It was, it was just, it was, it was just all wrong. It started off wrong. It ended wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing that. The elastic, just, just know the elastic waist neckline was horrible. It was grandma's nightgown. So much elastic. It just made, 
absolutely no sense. I have to say that Jasmine did her best to save this outfit. And I was like, there's no, there's nothing you can do. I know. Because at the end of the runway, and you know, this is what he told her to do. He's like, this is the reveal. She untucked that thing. She untucked that giant tunic. It was its own dress. That's, dress. What, that's what she was told to. She oh, untucked made it, it worse. and it looked terrible. Made it, it worse. so much worse. And oh, I was, man. I gasped. I was like, this was already Like, bad. reveal of what? But the reveal is even, it, it, <laughs> oh. to me, I was like, Deontay, you are clueless. You were, you were clueless to a point where I'm like. I'm, I am baffled. Who are you? Who are you? Are you the same designer who won that first episode? No, you're not. I know. Something's like, if on. you look at his previous his previous dresses and oh it it doesn't measure up no it doesn't at all there i mean there's just nothing there she was just she looked so uncomfortable it didn't look like anything that you would it didn't even look like anything you would wear to bed i mean there's just so much fabric. or anything you would wear yeah yeah oh no, no no i would say i have seen people wear clothes like this but this is sort of like what jc penny used to be in my opinion so mm-hmm. it's kind of like she went to JCPenney, but in like, you know, in a time work or something. <laughs> and she bought this and, and still has it. Still has it. And, you know, and the color faded. It, and then a mom oh, passed it down man. to her because we have like, to move on. Okay, My eyes are sorry, twitching. I can't. We don't even know look. where the teal went. It's just so ridiculous. I don't it's, get it's it. So bad. I'm so mad at you. Deontay. <laughs> I'm so mad. I know. That's why I'm just so mad. Like, Pull out that first look that oh you did God. or the second so look. Easy. And man, um, you know, I get it. He's into the, Oh, so many things. All right. Okay. It's just bad. It's obviously bad. There's, there's not much more we can say about how bad it is. So we can just move on. So Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. I had high hopes because his pattern was really cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the he, execution and and uh, and it's kind of like the first picture, you know, the from the front standing still. I don't think it looks that bad, but right. we are also very far away, relatively far away. And yeah. from the back, the way it walked was just so disappointing. Like it just, mm-hmm. it didn't call it's for this design. Stiff. I think there could have been a way for him to fix it, but I think yeah. he was just so stuck in what he was going to do. Yeah. Um, and maybe he just didn't have enough time. Yeah. To re- to just sort of do something different to it. And then we'll find out later. It comes up during the close-ups that he used his elastic for those neck pieces. So he made, he has these straps um, that crisscross around the, um, the bodice and connects it actually doesn't connect it. He's, it's just a front flap. Apparently um, there <laughs> isn't even a back, but he oh, connects man. it to the, I guess his, to Samantha's neck with elastic. And it's just like, we, you didn't even have enough time to make straps. Oh man. So, you know, cause what he also could have done was just basically um, use fabric to, to overlay the elastic and not have it raw on the skin. Um, at least yeah. do it that way. But of course that you, you would have had needed more time to, to do that. So, and he didn't. Yeah. All right. And then we have our last person on, on the low score. Kenya. So I will say like just before runway, mm-hmm. 
I was I just kept thinking, please don't send her home. Please don't send her home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number one, she's on my bracket. <laughs> number two, <laughs> talking about brackets, yes. Number two, I just feel like I mean I'm just rooting for her. She came such a long way, and yeah. you know I really like her vibe and everything. Mm-hmm. But the colors in in her look, I love. Like they are gorgeous. I think probably the most beautiful combination on the runway as far as colors go well the hair is in Kentaro's um but yeah her look is just not practical Mm -hmm. like you were saying earlier with the rompers like that's I mean rompers period are not practical unless you've got little button snaps on the bottom like the little kids yeah and I think there could have been a way for her if she really thought about it to make it practical but you know, if you have, if you, if you're so caught up, if your brain is shut down by the fact that you've never really worked with crafts before, or if you never manipulated fabrics in this way by hand, mm-hmm. you know, if she had from the very beginning um, thought, you know what, I'm just going to do a really cool dye job. I'm just going to dye it and do what I know and do not because she doesn't even, she's never even dyed fabric, but sort of just sort of do the least, um, to be comfortable with it and then spend more time actually constructing the garment because Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she ended up with colors that weren't in the original palette and they were just so beautiful and gorgeous. And you know, the model turns and I think her butt's out. Yeah. I don't know what happened. You didn't really finish there. You didn't even really put it together. And then even the back of the garment, what she had before. I think it doesn't line up. It doesn't line up. There really is no back. It's less, she made it less practical than it was before. Like, I feel like there is a way that you could just kind of unhook the top and then um, have it all kind of like go down like, like, like you're just wearing shorts. Does she Um, have some sort of cape something jacket? What was that? She had a, she had a sleeveless robe that Demi Lovato, um, she, she again not practical. noticed that she's like well what's the point of this and i was like well yeah. there is a point that's the point it's right. just fashionable it looked fine i thought it looked fine but again um these people like like demi lovato and heidi klum and all these other people who have these who aren't necessarily designers themselves but they have more experience marketing to the masses have an idea of how are people going to use this in real life and not just what looks good. Cause I thought the vest looks, look great. But then when she brought it up during judging, like, Oh, but right. when you're wearing this at night, you're, it doesn't make sense. Why would you purpose. wear anything? If it doesn't yeah. have sleeves? I was like, Oh, you know what? That's a good point. Yep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point. So, um, but is there anyone in this strong safe crew that you thought stood out that needed some recognition? Yes, Brandon's look was amazing. Really, Familia? You know what it reminded me of? Okay, what'd you what? like? No, you you go first. What? What? what okay, what'd you like about Brandon's? <laughs> I mean, it just looked it looked so easy and comfortable. I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily wear all of that to sleep. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a banging look. I, I think I would wear the top to sleep. Like that that's it's wearable. I yeah, I would wear the top to sleep. The pants are too much. Um yeah. But it was I really well tailored. It was. And I thought the the way it looked, oh, the way he dyed it, I really wanted to get close to it cuz yeah. It had this really weird looking um it wasn't tie-dye, but you know, it was like 
the way some, some of the dyes were saturated in some places, mm. it looked like it was purposeful. Like he kind of designed where the saturation would be. Yeah. You know, it kind of starts He's in the middle. He's a genius. Is he in really... my bracket? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he's in your bracket. <laughs> Just speaking, double check it. And, and, uh, and again, like I, I forgot to mention this at the top of the podcast, but we do have brackets, guys. Oh, right. Where we've chosen yeah. who we think is going to make it all the way to the end of Fashion Week. And um, and we'll introduce the brackets. Um, well, I and the link to the brackets is in the description page. And um, Brandon is in Samilia's bracket. But I was going to say <laughs> that he reminds me, this outfit reminds me of something that walked um, in our 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 beloved Fabio's show for Fashion Week. Oh yeah. So it recalls um Fabio, who mm. I think it was that season. Oh, season thirteen. I can't remember season twelve. Whoops, I can't remember which, which season. But he was yeah. one of the top three. He made all the way. But his um this when it walked out, I was like, that is Fabio. Even with the the French braids and everything, I was like, that looks like something that Fabio would have done wow. and styled. But I, mm. I liked it too. Yeah. Um, there were actually a lot of strong. I mean, well, that's why they're li- they're called strong, strong safe, safe crew. Yeah, yeah. But there were a lot in here that I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. I was kind of wondering about. Um, so I, I really liked. Um, I thought Ayana's was really good with the layering. I didn't think she needed yeah. the robe though, but I thought. Right. What, what happened underneath was really wonderful. I, I mm-hmm. actually did like what Samantha ended up with. The way she um, made her textile on the back was yeah, really unexpected. Yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she really and went for pants. that textile. Oh, the pants were I, great. I, I mean, I, I love pretty much all of the safe yeah. people. Oh, and except for amazing. Amy's. I had, I had something. I had an issue with Amy's. Oh, but... oh. What did you think about Amy's? I don't know. It looked a little bit awry, and I can't tell. I mean, I, I see what she was trying to do with the asymmetry, but it, yeah. something seemed off about it, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah, that definitely. I, did, I just didn't like it. Yeah, it definitely looked like there was way too much fabric in the front where she where she yeah. it just didn't make any sense. But I liked her textile a lot. And then the back wasn't as interesting. Yeah, the yeah, the textile was, very... was great. Textile and was I think wonderful. I just. I think the black with that seemed kind of harsh. I don't know. Yeah. Or just the, like having the black trim. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it didn't need that. It made it too hard. Yeah. Because the teal is so soft and delicate. And even the textile being black was fine. But then the black edges. Yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah. I had the, the, the sinking feeling that maybe she was very proud of her print. And the way she designed yeah. it. She wanted to keep it as intact as possible. So mm. she really didn't really do that much to the actual design because she wanted mm-hmm. to show it, you know, full, full on. And I was like, I think yeah. you played a little bit more with it. Um, and yeah. And Claire's, I would, I would have snatched that thing off the model. So quick. I, I loved, loved it. it. I, I loved it. I was surprised it. this was safe. I, I want that. Because it's colorful. I, I would wear that right now. I know. The asymmetry thing. You know, but I was actually thinking that in this group of, of safe people that the one thing is, like, Claire didn't really do a lot with her textile. Like, there wasn't a lot of right. manipulation. And then, um, but I thought that it was a really, 
successful romper. It kind of rivaled very, to me, very, rival very successful. Yeah, very successful. Mm-hmm. And then it was really nice and easy and kind of oversized, but but really skimpy at the same time. But you like great. that when you, you know, like cozy. Yeah, and but cute. Right, right. Oh, I would wear that so fast. Um, I would say that I was surprised after all of the skipping around Margarita did in that on that craft table that that is a fabric she came up with after her yeah. potato cutting and I know. the marbling with yeah. the, the the shaving cream she just to me this was very boring it was very boring yeah or or not I I don't think it's boring I think the ombre is cool because she's got it going from both directions that's mm-hmm. kind of neat but it's just safe yeah. I mean, compared to what she was working with, I was surprised that it, nothing was a little bit more. Um, there wasn't a lot more texture to her, to her, to her textile. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So that's those are our standouts. Um, and let's see. So, so we do have the judging section, and um, where obviously we 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 know who got to got to um send it from the judges this week the high scores and the low scores um yeah so any did anything send out to you during their feedback section and also the close-up section where they get to actually walk up to the clothes and feel them and actually see them um in detail um hmm i mean not any, nothing in particular than what we've kind of already said, mm-hmm. but I forget who was saying, <laughs> I love Nina's comments. I like, I laugh so hard because she hits the nail on the head every time. And I, I think it was her that was saying Deontay's look. It, she said the shape is so nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You know she what? She just puts your garment down. She just, the- she, you know what? She kind of like <laughs> solved the mystery of the boob smashing. Because yep. when I saw Deontay's top at the first, at first in the workroom, I was like, I see tops like that all the time on women who have no chest. And I yeah. know that I can never buy those because I know what it will look like on me. And I was wondering, like, is it a dart issue? Like, is it just the shoulders? Mm. Is it too tight? Is it too small? Mm. But she mm-hmm. said the armholes are too yeah. high. And I was like, yeah. Nina, you are so yeah, right. I, she's it's got like, it. It was, it just opened my eyes. It was just yeah. so, I was like, the, the armholes are too high up. They're too high. Now you're going to go and alter restrained. all those tops. Oh my God. I'm just going to take the armholes down. <laughs> armholes out. Armholes down. <laughs> you know, big armholes. That's what, that's what I. <laughs> Bigger armholes, everybody. That's, that's your answer it's to life. It's not that it's just too tight up there. It's not like the bus or the darts are weird. The armholes. And so I just yeah. was like, wow. And, you know, and he was, oh God, when he was like, oh, you know, I thought this was kind of sexy. And he's and and they were like, what do you think is sexy about this outfit? Deontay is like, well, when she pulls it out from the bottom and it was just oh, so man. Oh, oh, was, I can, I'm sorry, uh, reliving it. It was so bad. Uh, it was excruciating. <laughs> no, and then Kim is crying. I, oh, oh it's gosh. such a, it was, it was so really rough. It, yeah, it just really wasn't practical, which they said. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other thing that stood out was just that 
um, you know, Kenya just immediately starts crying during her critique. And uh, so Kenya's in my bracket too. I'm worried. I don't know about you, Samelia, but yeah. how, how do you feel? I'm scared. <laughs> I am too. I don't think She's she can make it. freaking out and oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's going to be able to make it. But um, I mean, but but the the good news is she does make it through this episode, at least. So, Samelia, speaking of um, the episode, so who actually ends up winning? Michael. Michael wins. Michael. So, (laughs) Samelia, do you remember him now? Will you remember him from now on? Well, now I will. Now that he won, (laughs) which I didn't. I didn't. I, I honestly, I thought Kentaro should have won, but I the way they were fine. The way they were <laughs> okay. The way they talked about Kentaro's outfit, they all looked like they were just floating on air. It's like, oh, this is so happy. I know. It's so yeah. happy. So, I mean, would you would you buy Kentaro's outfit? Because this will be um, manufactured. Which one would you buy? Would it be Michael's or Kentaro's? I think it's kind I would of a buy hard Kentaro's. choice. I would buy Sean's over Michael's. Oh. I, and I think it's just for me, my body type. I, mm-hmm. I mean that the neckline with it going up to a point on Michael's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wear anything like that. But okay. Heidi knows her customers. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what they would prefer. Who knows? I and I think that yeah. And also, it's. I think it helped that he put the um his his textile design on those flattering areas, like on hips and. You know, around the butt right. side, you know, whatever. I yeah. I did think that the um the the neck straps were a little confusing. I I, I would yeah. be afraid of getting choked at night by my own. Neck yeah, that would just bother me. I Sam. think, Sam. and I love the versatility of Kentaro's. Like you can have you can belt it or not. Right, right. I mean, yes. It also just looks more comfortable to wear, mm-hmm. and it's pretty. It's so happy. It's really pretty. It is. It's happy. That's how that's that's what they said about it. And I'm, I'm like last week, you know, they he had this this very simple garment and, and then he mm-hmm. turns it around and brings out something that is still very much him. And I'm excited to see what he's going to do. You know why I think they chose Michael? Because Michael's would be less expensive to reproduce. You know what? You're right. That's why I'm, I think they wanted to choose Kentaro's. Mm-hmm. But the scallops, oh yeah, and then yeah. it's got like four colors or whatever. <laughs> that I mean, that's just going to be like almost uh, double the cost to produce. You know what? That. You're right because they're going to have to make that textile somehow. And then it's got a belt, it. whereas Michael's yeah. is all one piece. So you know what? that's why we know Kentaro is the real winner. Yeah, so Kentaro. <laughs> in our in our brains, it's, it's obviously Kentaro. I mean, we can also highlight his name. <laughs> Good job. Well, that's what I'll do next next time. I'm like, this is who the real winner was, guys. I know. A non in our in our humble opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but who who goes home? Oh, Deontay goes home. Of course. Oh, I know, I know. Of, of course, course, but but still, I still was scared I know, though. Of I was course, scared. I was scared. I was scared for. I was just. I was. I was, but I was kind of bummed just because his run seemed short lived. Yeah, and very, and it lopsided. he just went downhill fast. Like yes. what? Yeah, what happened? And then to have quickly. no idea. Yeah, you know what? I, I I just wrote a note at the end of it because when you know uh, Tim comes in, 
They go to the green room. He says his goodbyes to everyone. And on his exit interview, he starts crying. And, um, you know, and everyone else was just like, oh, well, at least you get to go and see your son and your new baby boy, blah, blah. And, and of course, to always have these these life forces uh, affect your focus. Um, I'm wondering if it had something to do with his his um, child actually being born and him not being there. Uh, um, and then you have, yeah. remember Sintel who left and he's like, well, you know, I got married. So I got, I have my oh. husband to go back to. Yep. Yep. Um, but also I wrote that. I think that Deontay needed to cry more in general. Cause he was like, my grandma told me I'm I, not to cry. And I'm like, I think crying would have probably have helped you. Cause <laughs> you look like you're okay. But I feel like on the mm. inside, you're not. Mm-hmm. And that maybe that affects the way you're th- approaching your designs, the way oh, you're conceptualizing things, that's or good. even your outlook on whatever. Just emote, you know, because you have the opposite where we have Kenya, who is, just can't stop crying. And I'm right. hoping that that is going to, going to help her moving forward because this was rough, but she got through it. And I'm just hoping that being on the bottom isn't going to set her back even further. But I feel like it might because there's something about her being so fragile this episode that I'm just, I'm Yeah, I know. I'm just worried for my bracket. Yeah, me too. Not like, so much for her, yeah, but for my get, bracket. Yeah, like, tears need to stop, okay? Because you have both of us to be accountable to. Girl, you're on our, our bracket. bracket is at All right? stake. We chose you because we believe in you, girl. We wouldn't have chosen you if we did. We've been watching Project Runner for a long time, just saying. I know. We, we just went out a couple suckers. We deserve just this. choosing whoever. We know what we're doing, okay? <laughs> Come on, Kenya, let's do this. Oh, so um, so so that is the end of this episode. Another week. Oh my gosh, so great, man. So our brackets are still intact, and um, all of our brackets are intact. So we also did get the bracket for Nalen Blake. Shout out Ooh. to Nalens. So um, I'm going to um, I'm going to hold his. Uh, well, you can also see his bracket. I'm, you can spoil it, but I'm just going to let him talk about um, um, his his chosen people and his rationale once we are able to have him on. So hopefully soon. Um, and yes. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because it's always fun to have Nealon on. Um, mm-hmm. So so yeah so that's the end of this episode this really really wonderful episode with a lot of twists and turns and some emotional heartstrings were tugged and a lot of laughs so um, again this is this is turned out to be a really great season I'm excited mm-hmm. um, yeah so with that um, Samelia what are yes. you up to on your side of things over there in Memphis. Do you have anything oh my to plug goodness. and where can people find you? So many things are happening in Memphis. So we are actually getting um, a really cool exhibit at one of our art museums here called African Print Fashion Now. And it's all about the story of taste and globalization and style with, um, you know, West African prints, which are really not originally from West Africa but anyway <laughs> but it's all about all of that um so I am on the interpretive planning committee for that and we're just um yeah just doing a lot um different things to engage the community and um just really highlight 
some of the designers we have in the community, other creatives, and how to work that around this exhibit. So I'm really excited about that. And that's going to come um, February 2018. So I'm working on that. Um, and I'm also going to be teaching a course in our new fashion um, design certificate program at Memphis College of Art. And that program starts at the end of this month and it runs for nine months and it's the first ever fashion design certificate program in Memphis. So that's a really big deal. So I'm excited to be a part of that. And other than that, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at textile bags or textile shop. It's T E X S T Y L E S H O P. And through my website, textileshop.com. Yay! Um, and um, on my side here, over in Brooklyn, I'm getting ready for a couple of shows, but I'm, I'm they're kind of fairly far off, so I'm going to give um, more information once those are a little closer, um, but things are in the works. And um, again, you can find me on social mediums, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and uh gosh what's the other one Inst- wait twitter's twitter whoops <laughs> at ernez h e r n e a s e and also on my website where i also um make announcements and it's at h e r n e a s e d a v i s dot com ernezdavis.com yay all right and so again um thank y'all so much for listening um find all of our important links in our description page and um, we will be back with you next week to talk about an- another wonderful, crazy, funny episode of this show. So um, in the meantime, um, until next week, we will, we're going to say bye. 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 Bye.